patients and families are Stoughton Hospital's number one priority. To provide trusted health information to our patients and community, we present Stoughton Hospital Health Talk with Melanie Cole. Diabetes, risk of stroke, high blood pressure, and heart disease are all health risks associated with smoking. But surprising new evidence is finding that sitting can be just as bad for you, causing some of the same complications. My guest today is Betsy Cull. She's the cardiac rehab coordinator and clinical exercise physiologist at Stoughton Hospital's Cardiac Rehab and Wellness. Welcome to the show, Betsy. So sitting is the new smoking. What a coined phrase that is. What does it mean? Hi, Melanie. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and you you mentioned some of the traditional risk factors that we know have been associated with a higher risk of um, many types of chronic disease. Um, There's a lot of research coming out right now looking at this idea of sitting, being sedentary. Um, Sedentary just meaning being in a sitting or a resting um, state and what these effects really have on our health. And they're really finding out quite a bit um, how dangerous this can be just extended periods of sitting and resting. Um, the American Heart Association actually came out with a statement just this past fall um, published in their journal of circulation um, looking at what evidence we know so far um, about extended periods of sitting and, and just providing some recommendations on this. And I think people are aware that there are, like, for example, the Surgeon General in the United States has um, published some guidelines on how active we should be, looking at, you know, how many minutes of physical activity we should get in per week, for example. Um, Usually, like, 150 minutes per week is what's recommended of moderate activity. Uh, But there hasn't been a lot of research really looking at how, how much we should be limiting our sedentary behavior. And so this is an area that um, some new research is kind of focusing on. Tell us about that research and what they found out. Uh, Well, I mean, one thing we've found, you know, one thing is to kind of get a baseline on understanding how how active the the average American really is during their day. And, you know, on a a good night, we maybe sleep for six to eight hours, ideally. Um, The... The uh, National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey was done, and they looked at how um, much time the average American spends sitting in their day. And on average, we spend about six to eight hours sitting. Um, And that can be anything from watching TV, watching a play, working at your desk. And we also see that adults as we get older, so adults above 60, um, actually sit for even longer, so about eight and a half to nine and a half hours. So that's quite a bit. And the reason this is bad... Wow, is it sure is. Yeah. I mean, there there tends to be... Um, what they have found is that there is a, a greater risk of cardiovascular disease, cancer, and just all, all um, overall mortality. So people that sit more die earlier and, and more frequently. They've done another study looking at... Um, the AARP um, had funded a, a study. Um, they followed 240,000 middle-aged adults for about eight and a half years, um, and they looked at people that replaced some of this time spent sitting um, with active chores or exercise, and did this help? You know, did this help them to live longer or um, see positive changes in their health? Um, And the research really does support that. So the more active we can be, it does seem that this definitely has some positive effects. So Betsy, if somebody is somebody who goes to work out and they're an early morning exerciser and they do a great hard workout, or if they would like to work out after work, 
Does that sitting all day in front of a computer or at their desk negate their workout, or does the workout take the place of that sitting? How does that work? Well, I'd love to say if you work out in the morning that you're set for the for the rest of the day, but the research really doesn't support that. So while that um, exercise, so you know, we talked about meeting like that 150 minutes a week of exercise. That is great. There's significant health benefits from doing that. Um, but unfortunately, it doesn't allow us the benefit of, you know, getting in that half hour walk in the morning and then sitting the rest of the day. So the studies still indicate that that um, prolonged periods of sitting, even if you've worked out earlier in the day, but still um, sitting for long periods um, has a lot of has a lot of negative health effects. It slows your metabolism. It sets you up for um, diabetes, things like that. So what you can do during the day, um, if you're working, for example, at a desk job and it's hard to get up and be active, um, you know, as often as you'd like, um, you can take breaks. So do different reminders. There are lots of actually um, wonderful smartphone apps that are coming out now that are um, that are fantastic for you can set like a customizable work break timer that tells you when to get up um, and so just taking those five-minute walk breaks, getting up and stretching, doing some strength exercises, anything you can do just to break up those prolonged periods of sitting, and it really does make a difference in your health. So will that make a difference because the American College of Sports Medicine says that you can break that 150 minutes up into 10-minute increments? So if you get up throughout the day and move around, either plus your workout or instead of your workout, will that make it so that it's not quite so sedentary. Yes. Yep. Yeah. The research really does support that. And so, um, as you mentioned, Melanie, there seems to be a minimum um, number of minutes. So at least 10 minute chunks of time really are needed to see improvements in fitness and health. So if you get your walk in, try and do it at least for 10 minutes, but it's perfectly okay to split it up during the, the day. And for a lot of people, it makes meeting those exercise goals um, more manageable, less intimidating. Um, so it's, you know, the idea is just to get us up and moving throughout the day and, and, again, just breaking up those prolonged periods of sitting and being inactive. What do you tell people who say that maybe their boss doesn't like them to be getting up and down all throughout the day? What are some other things? Have you thought about treadmill desks or those little bicycles you put under your desk to keep your legs moving? Do any of those things help? Yes. Yeah. Again, the research does support it. It's all it's all good. Depends on you know how how proactive your workplace might be in doing this. And um, certainly, there are lots of you know portable desks or desks available that encourage you to stand up, or you can sit on an exercise ball. You can ride a bike. Um, those those innovations are all out there. And um, you know if that if that's not going to work, then you can rely on some of the things that we that we all know and have heard before, but sometimes forget to implement. But it can be something as simple as you know walking a piece of paper to your coworker in a different level um, of the building that you work in, you know, as opposed to just sending an email, taking the stairs, um, parking further away. I mean, doing these things that we know, but sometimes just need reminders um, to know that they actually do help and they are important to do. So give us just a few more tips, Betsy, on sitting as the new smoking and ways for people to help keep sitting from being something that contributes to vascular disease and heart disease and such. Yeah, so I mean, the the bottom line is, just as the American Heart says, we need to sit less and move more. 
So embrace um, technology if it applies to you and if it's something that you enjoy doing. Again, you know, use those smartphone apps um, to take reminders to take breaks and be active throughout the day. Um, sign up for activities with your family where you're doing things that are active. You know, go to a park, play games that are active. Um, make the exercise something that, that's a workable part of your day that you can participate in throughout the day. Um, and if you have the time and, and want to dedicate it, then it's fantastic to do, you know, a dedicated amount of exercise as well. Go for a run or go for a walk or join a sports team. But our bodies are made to be active. You know, that's our natural state for our bodies. Um, and when we are active, things work right and they're in balance. And we have issues that develop when we're not as active as we should be. So it's, um, you know, important to, to stay, again, just to stay as active as we can throughout the day and, and pass that along to, to our families as well to keep us all healthy. Thank you so much, Betsy. It's really great information. So important for people to hear, especially in this new year. Thanks for being with us today. You're listening to Stoughton Hospital Health Talk. For more information, you can go to stoughtonhospital.com. That's stoughtonhospital.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.